Welcome to Asshat Analysts, the debate game show where the points definitely matter and we take things way too seriously. My name is Josh Johnson, and I'm joined here with my roommates, Nathaniel Jackson. Yo, yo, yo. And Kyle Jenis. Howdy. Stay tuned to find out who truly is the king of pulling random facts and arguments right out of their ass. hey Welcome to our Bullshitter episode. Today we are talking about uh, the best and most historically accurate um, Halloween monster. Yeah. Um, so let's have uh, Nate start off. What was your what was your choice here that you're you're pegging for this one? I picked the witch, witches, which witch, which witch, which we are not sponsored by, but we would like to be. So Wait, which which witch would you get at witch witch? <laughs> which which witch would you go to? Probably the one in the UTC food court. Mm. Ooh. Ooh, we're also not which sponsored actually by might UTC, not be there but <laughs> it's not. I don't think. Oh shoot! Aged myself again. Rip. Oh man! All right, so Kyle, what'd you pick? I went with the mummy, not the movie. The mummy, the monster, the mummy. Mm. Also okay. not sponsored. <laughs> All right. Well, so my pick for this one is uh, demons, plural. <laughs> Um, Nathaniel, really quickly, so, can you hit us with an updater on uh, what the bullshitter episode actually is? Yeah, yeah. So real quick, uh, one of us what is the bullshitter. Uh, they were not allowed to do any research into the answer to this topic. Uh, the other two are researchers, so they are allowed to do as much research. Well, not as much research. We're trying to limit it a little bit because it can be a little too obvious, uh, but they get to do research. And we have Teddy, our wonderful guest. Teddy, say hi. Hello. <laughs> who is going to try and snuff out who the BSer is. At the end of it, uh, we will all guess and try and find out. None of us know who it is. Uh, that's pretty much it. Well, one of us know who it is. Well, one of us. But yeah, whoever the B- so bullshitter if you, is. If you correctly, no one knows who it is. If you correctly finger uh, the bullshitter, <laughs> then you get one point. <laughs> and if the bullshitter remains unknown, then they get three points. Yep. So that's, uh, that's the essence of dun, the game dun, here. Dun, dun. And now we're going to go ahead and jump into the arguments. Yep. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and lead us off. Um, so I think if you look at the three options, you know, I was kind of hoping you guys would screw up and pick something like a vampire or, you know, something that's a little bit uh, more based in lore than actual historical accounts. Sorry so to is, is that why you watch Vampire Diaries this week? <laughs> I needed inspiration. All right. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> so uh, here's the thing. I think the way that this is going to go down is it's going to probably go off of portrayal of these monsters. So how you know, we're all of them are historical accurate historically accurate to um, a certain point. Um, I think of the three options personally in my opinion, demon is going to be the hardest one to to argue um, because uh, demons more often than not are thought of as a religious being. Um and not all people believe in that. So uh, <laughs> so it, that will be a little bit tougher, in my opinion, to argue. But for the most part, all three of these, you know, have a lot of historical context wrapped around them. Um, so I think it's whoever wins this is probably going to be whoever can convince the others that the portrayal of their monster is the most accurate to the source material. Okay. All right. Well, now that we've established what an argument is, uh, Nathaniel, <laughs> do you want to go ahead and start yours? Yeah. All right. So I picked a witch. Um, one of the reasons I picked a witch, so I was actually raised in the church, um, raised as a Christian for the most part. <laughs> Teddy. Um, uh, and 
the witch, witches are actually talked about in the Bible, uh, specifically in one case in First Samuel, where uh, King Saul is actually talking about uh, the witch of Endor. Um, and he wants to summon the dead for the prophet Samuel, and yeah, there's all this weird stuff. But uh, th- that is one of the earliest uh, portrayals of a witch, uh, someone who uses, you know, uh, alchemy or sorcery to summon and cultivate and, and do all those witchy things. Um, then it actually goes on to, uh, throughout history, there's different examples of people using... Um, uh, what can be called demonic uh, forms of worship, to which yes does kind of lead into demons a little bit. However, no, I think however that, I think no, that literally no. <laughs> means the worship of demons. Yes, it does. So exactly. Well, that that's the thing. It's the worship of. Um, so witches traditionally uh, are thought to historically either worship demons or th- believe in. Um, aura around the world and living beings to be the source of all power, um, which sounds very Star Wars-ish. But uh, yeah, so witches go all the way back to the Bible, all the way up to, you know, the Salem witch trials, um, even to, you know, the witches uh, in the French Quarter in New Orleans, um, to even modern day, uh, wait, they had witches? Know, witchcraft, yeah, witchcraft and stuff in. <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> modern day witchcraft I in, something new, in some right? other third world <laughs> countries on, and, and lesser popular areas, populated areas. That's yeah. the word I was going. Why? For. <laughs> why was that funny? I didn't know that was a thing. I learned something new. <laughs> Sorry, or did I? I'm just baffled by the fact that. That Kyle's never heard of the witches of the French Quarter. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, so it, like Nathaniel mentioned, um, demons also, you know, play a part in the Bible. They're the ones that uh, kind of are the inhabitants of hell and mm-hmm. and deal with kind of the tortures of that. Um, they've been involved in or shown as records of uh, other religions as well um, and you know, they are basically the bad spirits um, that account for, you know, kind of the evil side of the struggle of good and evil. And <laughs> sorry, Teddy's leaning in to really make sure he can hear me. <laughs> um, but, I, you know, they uh, have shown, uh, been depicted of showing powers of human possession um, of being, uh, kind of the, you know, when you depict the, the angel and the devil kind of on your shoulders telling you, you know, what you should and shouldn't do. Um, they are the ones that are kind of depicted as that, um, of tempting you to do things that you know are wrong, but you want to do anyways. Um, well, it's like a selfish kind of thing, isn't it? Maybe. Well, selfishness is one of the aspects, but yeah, or just commit evil acts. Um, in however you personally would define evil. Um, I would turn over every single coffee mug in the store. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, that would be evil. Um, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> so uh, they've been depicted as that. Um, there's also the talk about inner demons, of that every individual has one demon that's following them around and is you know, 
making them belittle themselves, tempting them into evil, and uh, you know, genuinely in in the overall universal struggle of good and evil, they are the foot soldiers that are provoking evil acts and making the world as shit as it is. Hmm. Okay. When when was the uh, when's the first like documented account of demons, if that's possible? Is is there like a written account of anything like that? I'm just curious. Not not to answer for Josh, but I, honestly, I don't think there probably is, um, because demon lore, however wasn't you want to de- say that, wasn't is defined until well, it's involved in so many different religious I mean, like, backgrounds, and, and also it's like even before Christianity, it's like in Greek mythology. Yeah, there's demons. Like there's demons in there. So yeah, it's and it's Norse such a broad spectrum and, that in order to answer that, I would really have to narrow it down to a specific mythology for demons. And, and really, honestly, you can probably track demons. Uh, they're probably the oldest. They are the oldest um, of the three monsters we have chosen. Um, and you can probably track them back all the way to, you know, Sumerians and, and the beginning Realistically, of, human creation. Yeah, the, the beginning okay, of, of written history. Because I'm sure they were involved in that in some way. Speaking of old... The first mummies are dated back to about 2800 BC. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I I guess I'll kind of get started about mummies. Basically, the word derives from, I think it's an old Latin word that literally just means embalmed corpse, which if that's not spooky or deathly enough, I don't know what it is. But basically, they originally started as a way of preserving the body to transition into the afterlife. And eventually, about 200 or so years later, until I think it was the fourth ancient Egyptian dynasty or something, is when it became like a real wealth symbol and everything. So only the wealthy could be, you know, wrapped up and preserved in these obviously complicated chambers, which were literally just dug into the earth and everything. So, and actually one interesting thing was they would actually drill a hole, well, not drill, but, like, make a hole somewhere into the cranial cavity so that the brain would actually, like, just leak out. And all that would be left is just the body of this person just perfectly preserved under wrapping. Hmm. That's pretty spooky, if you ask me. It is. Well, I don't I don't want my brain to be dripped out, but... Well... Oh, it was in the nose. It was in the nose. They would they would go through the nose so that there was yeah, no damage up, to the skull or face. They went all the way up through like the, what's it called the cat nasal cavity? I guess just. I, I guess I don't really want to picture that. That's kind of gross. Well, but that is <laughs> yeah, historically I mean, that's what accurate. they did. Yeah, yeah that's historically <laughs> accurate, which makes sense because I mean if you're trying to preserve something, like you want to mm-hmm. take out all of the organs that could go bad and. Um, yep. you know, realistically, the only organ that you want to remain is if you believe in it, the heart, the eyes and, um, the skin, which is in itself an organ. Yeah. The, the biggest largest. organ. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Great minds think alike. Yeah. <laughs> what I learned in high school Anatomy. biology. Yeah. I think that's it. <laughs> the dermis. Yeah. And one of the, one of the <laughs> ASMR fans out there. Yeah. Mm, look at that dermis. And I, well, actually, one of the one of the cool things, thank you, Josh. One of the cool things about mummies is they do exist across not only ancient Egypt but 
you see them depicted in the Han Dynasty in China. The same thing where it's like they've been discovered in, it's called the Tarim Basin. It's, just, it's like a specific area in China where they've been discovered. They've also been found in the Philippines, um, other African countries, even in like South America where the Incan Empire had lived. Like they had their own form of mummification as well. Well, so... So, I, I mean, a lot, of, yeah, a lot of countries practiced and actively believed mummification was a way to get into this afterlife and everything. Well, and it's still something that happens today. Because, I mean, unless somebody's fermented, they are embalmed. <laughs> like, oh, well, yeah, like preserved not, and whatever. Sorry, not fermented. What is the... Preserved yeah, you, in for, no, formaldehyde. No, you, uh, burn them to ash. What is that called? Cremation. 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 Yeah, Cremation. Completely different. Honestly. One is the beginning of life and one is the end. Well, and technically mummification <laughs> could be considered fermentation, but that's not true. Um, I hope not. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, you fermented in your mom's um, belly for nine months. <laughs> that's a gray area of discussion, but I used the incorrect word there. Unless you're cremated or unless somebody goes through cremation, they are embalmed and preserved so that, you know, as to not physically rot and which i mean obviously there is some amount of natural rotting but so you won't rot in your own casket Mm -hmm. um then i mean even like frogs for biology classes are technically mummified Mm -hmm. yeah in a way i mean yeah otherwise they'd look like embalmed corpses literally it's just that's that's that was what the cool thing to me was about it's just like that literally like Halloween's about like all this spooky undead stuff and like mummy literally comes from a word that means embalmed corpse. Mm-hmm. Like one thing I want to ask though about this. Mm-hmm. We can, we can all agree. Yes, mummies existed. Mm-hmm. I would like uh, yes. to know when do you, if you know, when do you when did mummies start becoming a monster rather than just another funeral kind of thing? Cuz we're talking about these are the monsters that plague our earth that plague human society well i was gonna say the first movie 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 (laughs) the first movie that brendan fraser did about the titular creature but um that probably isn't the case i would say maybe sometime because i know they made they did a lot of like early horror movies in like the 30s 40s 50s when film was a, a new concept so probably some point in the mid 1900s, if I had to guess, I honestly I didn't look into that specifically. I mean, you but, know, um, I, I didn't expect like an actual like yeah. year. I was just curious. Like, yeah, yeah, I didn't expect an answer from you either. Yeah, but. I would probably estimate sometime in <laughs> in early early ish black and white mm-hmm. film, anything like that, because a lot of a lot of the first movies were were silent, like horror movies, like Nosferatu, which albeit is about a creature that we didn't choose, I believe. He was a vampire, right? Yeah, nobody's chosen vampires. That's, That's right. So, yeah, a lot of the first like horror movies were just about like these old time creatures that have been known throughout the centuries of human existence on Earth. So, yeah. if I had to estimate, probably, I'll just say probably like fifties or sixties, maybe. Oh, and uh, Josh, I didn't know if you knew this, but actually, uh, you and Kyle have your monsters share similarity. Um, mummies, mummies, they get their, uh, their brains like removed from their nose, like pierce the, the skull and let it drip out. Um, 
to fight inner demons in early history when medical advancements were made. Uh, lobotomies were performed. I was about to, to say, like, he's fight going the this demons way. by attacking the brain. I just want to let you know that. <laughs> there's, there's actually all there, right. There's actually kind of. I am aware that that's. I'm, I'm just one way. for the for the inner demons, if that's the way you want to look at it. Yeah, and also exorcisms, but for inner exorcisms, demons that were showing outer. I mean, it's always a good time. Yeah. Honestly, I was planning on hosting an exorcism. Yeah, a few I was days too, from now, but then to, uh, I was going to be the exerciser the <laughs> to celebrate the month. <laughs> actually, I kind of on that topic for for those of you including the audience, who have seen the movie Grave Encounters. It centers around a mental hospital um, whose main doctor was Dr. Arthur Freakin, who performed lobotomies on these crazed patients to try and, like, free them from whatever. So I just wanted to add to that. I thought that was kind of cool. Perfect. The spooky month has the spooky science. (laughs) Hey, Nate, what do you want to tell us about witches, buddy? I mean, what do you want to know? I've already told some things about witches. Yeah. What are you interested Um, in? Your opinion on the Blair Witch Project. Ooh. Yes. I genuinely do not know what the Blair Witch Project is. That's a movie, dog. All right, we will it? educate him later in the month yes. on that. Or he just didn't do his research. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ooh. Do you know, I guess obviously beyond like the Salem Witch Trials, what early accounts are there of witches? So the first recorded one is, like I said, is uh, roughly 700 or 900 to 700 BC in the Bible in 1 Samuel, um, which is when that was that book of the Bible was estimated to have been written. Um, then you have in the uh, 15 and 16 uh, 1500s to early to mid 1600s um, in Europe, there was uh, an estimated 80,000 women who were burned. Um, at the stake um, because they were tortured into admitting that they did demonic acts, which is what kind of started the spread of witches throughout Europe and into America. So how does, how does these historical representations of witches, how does that play into our understanding of what they are nowadays? So witches nowadays are uh, often seen in movies and literature and stuff like that. Um, for example, if we just do a very simple um, example, Cinderella, right? You have a witch who curses the apple. Um, that, that one's Cinderella. Or that's, no, that's Sleeping, Sleeping Beauty. 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 Okay, whichever. That's, well, it curses well, the apple as Snow White, but sure, you guys can sit down. <laughs> I, Snow, Snow White? Yeah, never mind. Okay, so there's, that, there's depictions like that where it's someone who uses... You know, it, it typically in current culture, um, probably a pot of some sort to brew different uh, herbs and and items and and animals to create these potions and spells. Right? Would you say this is similar to a cauldron? Yes, cauldron. Whatever. A um, black cauldron. Yes, dude. Underrated great, Disney film. Great movie. That, um, yes, I love. Well, it. horrible movie that was shafted by its own producers. But anyways, continue. I love the movie. Same. Um, I enjoyed what it could have been. <laughs> okay, uh, but basically, that is kind of the modern depiction. Um, historically, they didn't necessarily have a cauldron or anything like that. They were actually originally thought to be healers. Um, who use herbs and things like that to actually cure sicknesses and diseases that most people thought were incurable and were then thought to be using witchcraft or worshiping devils in order to heal these people. 
um, in these diseases and therefore were then burned at the stake. So would you say, I guess, which is they were probably using what is presumed to be nowadays science? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So in the modern day... You just call them doctors. Well, yeah. actually, in the well, mod- modern day witches are a little different. So there's a difference between what was originally thought to be witches uh, in the 1500s in Europe versus what a witch doctor or a shaman or a... Um, uh, what's the thing where, uh, like, you have the doll and the needle and voodoo? voodoo. That's voodoo. Yeah, yeah, voodoo. Do- yeah, which is popular in the French Quarter. Yeah. Um, so, like, th- that type of witchcraft has evolved from what original witchcraft was thought to be um, in most cases, and that witchcraft is more along the spiritual line of using the Earth's own powers to. Um, communicate with spirits and the dead and that type of thing, which is very, very different to what witches were originally thought to be. Hmm. All right. Makes sense to me. Now I do have to ask. It is this month of October. Mm-hmm. If you're going to watch a horror movie, which one of these three would you be the most scared of? Uh, ooh, this doesn't actually relate too much to the topic at hand. But. Well, it is the month of October, so it yeah, is only. Nah, yeah, we should definitely. Um, uh, I mean, are you? T- are there specific movies that you want to present that would represent each one of these? Ooh, that's in, actually in in light of that question, or or are you just, just saying you, like letting a us movie representation of just it? Run yeah, wild. yeah, okay. movie representation. Like just, you can kind of give an idea. Because, like, I understand, like, mm-hmm. Demons is broad, so you can give an idea of what you mean, like, what kind of movie that would be. I well, think the, and there are a lot of movies about stuff like personally Demons. personally, for me, the potential of Demons is scarier than Witches and yeah. Mummies. Just because they have, like, they have supernatural powers that could not, I mean, not only be shared with Witches, but, like, could be essentially limitless. Like Realistically, all three of these options uh, in pop culture have supernatural powers. Yeah. I will right. say the difference is... The portrayal between demons and witches to mummies, right? Mummies are not, they're, they're a historical concept that aren't really ever portrayed to have actually come to life in history. They're, um, they're essentially, to me, is like a, a special kind of zombie in a way, which zombies are scary, but you can kill a zombie. Yeah, but mummies, it, and I, you know, I personally, I didn't do research into zom- or into mummies. I don't know any better, but I don't feel like there are any historical accounts of like mummies coming to life. Whereas like witchcraft and and demons, there are plenty of historical accounts of both options uh, having happened and and affected well, people. So, and and the problem with all of these is because I mean they have been depicted in media in certain ways. Yep. Um, the historical accounts of it are uh, with demons. It's you know the exorcisms and the the personal struggles that we go through every day of you know especially for for Christians that believe that there is somebody that is constantly tempting them. Um, but then with witches, it's the the history of you know the witch trials in Europe and in mm-hmm. in the Americas and things like that. Yep. Um, and realistically, just all over the world, because there yep. have been some form of witchcraft that has been questioned everywhere. Yep. With mummies, um, I do think one of the specific examples is uh, when they excavated. So it's not necessarily when you know the mummies were created, yeah. but it's the excavation of those tombs. 
where we were trying to gather information about them. And I think one of the most common is the cursive. Uh, Tutankhamun. Tutankhamun. Yeah. yeah where all the researchers where there died. Just, yeah, there were yeah. just certain, and it's unknown if it was just mistakes on the way that they ex- excavated. Uh, actually, um, or if it, it's pretty well known, actually. it was There were bugs that had carried diseases inside the tombs, which are actually what caused most of those researchers They were actually imbued with supernatural powers from King Touch. Shut up. Um, but yeah, mo- most of the people that actually died had bug bites, and when they were later... Uh, what is it? Uh, Recovered? No. Uh, what's, when Autopsy. You, we, autopsy, yeah. Autopsies revealed that there were diseases that had been encased in those bugs in the tombs for centuries that were released when the tomb was opened. All right, well, that answers that question. I guess there's no curse of King Tutankhamun. No, but a lot of it's people nice thought it was though. for a very but long that is, time. Well, and and that is one of the one of the things that led to the myths about mummies, because yeah. mummification, and we've already discussed this, mummification is something that has happened and does continue to happen to this day. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. Whether it's as barbaric a process or as exclusive a process as it used to be, yeah, I really don't think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is something that did happen and the myths that come about it are still based off of that i think i think the excavation of those sites and the fact that everybody did kind of immediately die shortly after whether that can be explained with science or if you want to call it witchcraft um (laughs) um, i think it's a curse i think that realistically is the only witches yeah so i win <laughs> yep, because that's the bar we're trying to set. <laughs> but what else? You got more questions? I don't have any more questions. Well, I don't right think now. did we ever actually answer your question? Oh, I was just uh, I did. I I'm saying demons. I would oh, not yeah. want to. I'll say I'll I would say not demons want, as well. Yeah, I would not want. Okay, to, are you giving us? Are we giving specific movies? I, I mean, you I, don't have to. I, I was okay. That was that was my. Oh, my, I'm sorry. That was my rebuttal yeah. question. Are you yeah. providing movies that? we would not want to or like i'm using my imagination to of the three monsters what movie would i least want to watch or would uh, would probably scare me the most i'm saying demons okay and i think it, part of that comes from the fact that it's just it's so abstract mm-hmm. of it, it can realistically could be anything yeah. and it, it could at the very least just be a, okay it's somebody with like a, a mental illness that you're attributing to a demon yeah and yeah. it's it's that we don't know yeah, I feel like the, the demon side of it is basically just the big fear of the unknown yeah. kind of thing. Where it's like mummies, it's like, oh, a mummy's going to get up and it will curse us. Or like witches, it's like, oh, they're going to practice witch and curse me. Or like stuff yeah. like that. Or demons, is like whatever the darkest things you can kind of think of could be what a demon is. Yep. Well, and I think that's, it's good that you said that because I think that's one of the biggest things that that people attribute to demons and have throughout history is that um, it's basically anything that somebody does wrong or does evil in themselves. They have just attributed to being possessed by a demon or having inner demons or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah. It's like all of these go back in history. Definitely. Yeah, they just, do. Which they one do. is the most historical? Well, mm-hmm. that's, that's a question. Well, actually yeah. the, the real question is which one of you is lying? Yeah. Which one of you hasn't nope. done their research into this? Nope. 
I'm trying to think of questions because I have no clue who it is at this point. Hmm. Um, I don't really have any questions either. I mean, I can't think of anything really off the top of my head. These are all I th- these are all really old creatures, and there's probably a lot of like accounts and everything and whatnot. So or like folk tales that involve yeah. them. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I think that's the biggest way the monster spread is just. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw this thing over there. Well, it was rising from the ground. Um, so, uh, so we've talked there about flames shooting up everywhere. I, I, actually, I have a decent question. Um, Hi. What is like? I'm, I'm asking sure. specifically you, Kyle. Sorry. Were you? Did you have some? I mean, you can ask yours, and I'll ask mine after. Okay. But also, I had a decent question. Oh, I, I apologize for interrupting you. <laughs> I'm gonna go first, though. Uh, Kyle. Hi. Um, so, is there one singular catalyst that? you know of that might have compul- or catapulted uh, this whole lore behind mummyism and what has turned it into the cultural Halloween monster that it is today. King Tut. Okay. Josh? I would answer that probably by saying more specifically the excavation of the tomb of King Tut. Well... But uh, we, I under, well, we understood that. Wait, wait. Are you asking him about mummies? Or no, I'm asking him about mummies. Okay. He's asking me. Okay, I was, I was, I was demons. Say, I sorry, sorry. <laughs> Either way, I don't think he did research into mummies. Yeah. Josh, demons? Uh, so, the, what was the question again? What is the catalyst that kind of pushed demonism or demons or whatever into cult, a, a cultural monster that would be feared or talked about or displayed during Halloween? So realistically, I think it is the kind of ambiguity and the fact that it applies to a lot of different things. Like even even witches are said to get their powers from contracts that they made with demons. Um, And I don't necessarily know that there's one thing that I can attribute it to other than than that, the ambiguity of the fact that we we don't know. You know, Mm -hmm. it, it goes back to that kind of timeless argument of, you know, does hell exist or is there an afterlife where we will be punished for for things that we do, and and the people that are That's trying to tempt it. us into stepping into that bear trap, yeah, um, and and kind of what that is? It's it's almost it's a combination of the fear of the unknown and having a scapegoat for like the evil things that we naturally choose to do. Yeah. What about you? How would you answer that question for yourself? Uh, the answers actually can be pointed to actual pieces of literature written about the Salem witch trials and the fear of Christians of witches and the how fear Christians had or, towards yeah, witches. Yeah, okay. the fear yeah. Christians had towards witches and the fact that they believed that it to be um, the farthest thing from Christ. Okay, so more like the 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 more modern secular society, yeah. or sorry, like yeah. The, the the society that was breaking away from the religion mm-hmm. conformed around them. Yes. Well, it, they, 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 away, they were breaking away, trying that, I mean, things it's, it's that could be seen a, outside of Christianity yeah, would be basic, the scariness. Basically, there, there's a lot of literature written about, specifically the same witch trials in America, that uh, talks about how they were innocent people that were pushed into admitting things that weren't actually true because they were tortured, um, and then they were all burned. Uh, and so culture, uh, a lot of pop culture, television shows and stuff actually hooked onto this literature that talked about how it was unfair and, and was not right. And they turned it into this thing for media that talks about how like 
witches weren't this awful scary thing necessarily some witches you know just worships the you know uh, the earth and and the power that the earth gave them and some earth. just were herbal people who use herbs um to heal and you know this other thing and then it kind of gradually evolved from that and there were different types of witches that were then portrayed in culture so how do witches differentiate from uh like holistic healers uh i i don't think that 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 wasn't something that really has happened until modern media a lot of television shows and and things like dungeons and dragons and and you know old television shows movies uh novels talk about you know are are very fantasy centric and, and this whole fantasy um culture almost has kind of become more popular where we've been able to uh, differentiate this idea that witches weren't, um, that there's multiple kinds of witches, that not all witches were evil per se. Um, Some go by different names. Like we use witch to kind of encompass shamans and healers and, you know, we already said voodoo and, you know, those all different types of witchcraft. Um, but that is really something that has been historically pulled from different cultures and shared through literature. Okay. Does that make sense? It it does. Um, and I think that answer also answered kind of my follow-up question about warlocks, um, of just that we've used the term witch, yeah. which is historically female yes. in connotation to really encompass just anything that involves any kind of witchcraft mm-hmm. and I guess warlock to be the male version of anybody who has made a contract with a demon or yep. deals with spiritual lines or, yep. okay. So, so in the, cause there's also, there are Christian contexts for holistic healers yes. and, and believing that and the difference between witchcraft and holistic healing Kind of, yes. Well, no, so there is, even in, uh, like, Mormon tradition, mm-hmm. um, there is a difference between a traditional hospital and holistic healing of knowing that these specific herbs or praying to God will do, uh, you know, certain acts of healing. Yeah. Um, and, and how do you differentiate, and it, this might be in, argument for you know Elphaba versus galinda the good witch yeah but how do you like is there a differentiation between that in in your mind uh, i mean yes there is there absolutely is and i think a lot of that has to do with nowadays a lot of people actually understanding the science behind things and things getting away from uh straight spiritualism I, I guess is a way to put it. So uh, nowadays, for example, um, someone who is an essential oils user, who uses peppermint and frankincense and thieves and I thought you were about to say Frankenstein. I'm sorry. <laughs> and thieves oil and things like that, uh, which have healing properties, um, probably would have been considered witches in the 15 and 1600s. Um, Whereas now, that is people who are using these herbs based off of the science that they are an inflammatory, that they can help swelling, they can clear up your nostrils so that you can smell better, that, you know, they just have 
actual scientific reasons for the the effects that they have on the human body versus shamans and people who worship spirits and uh, do dances and might use herbs while praying to demons to to have these effects. There's a difference between that um, now culturally. However, that would not have been distinguished in the 15-1600s. So back then, someone who uses, let's just say peppermint, because it's a, you know, it's a natural plant. If you use uh, peppermint leaves, because um, you have a sinus infection, right, it can help clear up your nostrils, allow you to smell, and and kind of clear your throat a little bit. Back then, that probably was considered by some as witchcraft. Now it's not. However, if you were to take a peppermint plant and pray to a demon and claim that it has other effects other than what is scientifically proven, someone would probably consider you to be a witch and claim you're a witch. Does that answer your question? Kind of. I I believe so. Uh, Also, for the sake of (laughs) transparency, peppermint also is known to settle the stomach, Yeah, which is part of the reason that it's given out as a treat at the end of a meal at a restaurant. Yeah. So it, it it's given also as just a breath. Yeah. A breath mint to just make sure that the rest of your night is not disturbed yeah. by your meal, but it also settles your stomach and allows yeah. you to continue with the rest yeah, of your night. That's why you get the but, Sonic because Sonic is greasy as all get out and it's not going to settle well with your stomach. So they give you peppermints. Could you imagine if they well, had yeah, or they'll give you like a, like a chocolate mint or something like yeah. that. But yeah, like yeah. at Olive Garden. Could you imagine yes. if they had, like, <laughs> the Pepto-Bismol back then? Classic examples. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the perfect examples. Yeah. Um. <laughs> imagine Pepto back in the days of, like, wi- act, like more actual, like, witches. That'd be yeah, crazy. Pep- Pepto Any mint. single, like, pharmaceutical drug. Yeah. <laughs> if you try to throw that in the days when, like, Salem witch trials were going this on. This woman yeah. kid block flu. No, it's not well, I mean, it, realistically, I mean, there were <laughs> a, a bunch of scientists that were persecuted for yeah. the research yeah. that they were doing. Yeah. This woman cured my flu. I mean, Kill alchemy, her. right? Alchemy <laughs> is an entire, really, alchemy is is modern physics. Yeah, um, it's it's modern physics and it's modern... Uh, medicine. Well, uh, no, alchemy is not medicine. Um, well, not? alchemy can be used for medicine, but realistically what it is... It's physics and chemistry. Yes. Um, and chemistry and goes into... That's, but, that's but the back, word I was looking for, yeah, but, but they just kind of tied them into that. Yeah. Alchemy right. historically and in a broad spectrum, the goal of alchemy was to figure out some way to change like common iron into, into gold. gold. So yeah. basically it's chemistry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. It, Which it, is... It was physics. I would say it's... People get persecuted for it because it is a science. I would say it's in chemistry because you're changing the actual property of the physics, atoms. But... Um, it, it, it's more on. chemistry it, than it, physics, it, it but would, it is, no, actually it is it's not. science. Uh, it would be more chemistry if it involved mixing different materials, but that's not what alchemy was. Alchemy was taking one singular material and changing its property to become a new material, which is physics. But that's a chemical reaction. Not necessarily. It, it, it technically, this whole argument is kind of, uh, he, he's, he's not wrong. Chalk that up for the square jar. (laughs) Yeah, that's one. Um, 
he's alchemy is a blend of chemistry and physics and yeah. depending okay. on what it is that you're trying to change into whatever it is kind of a fluid blend of the two yes so right. it, it my Which, argument that it's more chemistry and his argument that it's more physics honestly depends on the circumstance realistically alchemy is not necessarily it is based on science but it has not been scientifically proven by the scientific method and therefore is not technically a true science. <laughs> yeah. If, all right. Fair enough. I'll allow it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Which is why I said that that one base Which? point is kind of out the window because it one isn't relevant to what we're talking about, <laughs> and two is kind of we're both right. <laughs> yeah. So right. Uh, moving on. <laughs> yeah, we're digressing. Um. Do you guys have more questions? I, I think I know uh, who I want to guess. I, I'm ready point. to guess. I'm ready. Everyone ready? Are you, ready, are you Josh? ready to guess or do you have more questions? Do you want to ask me anything, Josh? <laughs> Teddy? <laughs> uh, if you were... No. If, mm-hmm. if you were to point to... If I was to finger someone? No. I'll ask that in a second when we ask for the vote. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> what is one movie that you think portrays... Based on the way that we've argued it... What is one movie that points to uh, one of the monsters that we've we've talked about um, that you Ooh. would that you would want to see made? That I would want to see made. Yeah, yeah. That hasn't oh, been like, so, that hasn't so I'm been made yet. A movie. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just just pitch us a, uh, elevator pitch us a movie for one of these monsters based on our arguments. Hmm. The problem is, is like in my head, the perfect movie that came up involved two of your monsters. Can I can I just mention that one yeah, real quick? Yeah, go for it. Okay, sure. It's not like perfect, but it's like probably like a young adult one or like teens, because those are the only people you can have in like horror movies, right? Yeah, pretty much. Wow. Yeah. There's uh, a l- <laughs> that will sell. Sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that will sell. Yeah. Um, yep. I was thinking of like an old witch. And she is the one who is mad about something. I don't know. And she curses the people. And then that's when the demon comes in. Now, the thing is, is like, as I said earlier, I think the scariest thing about a demon is the fear of the unknown. So it can attack each person differently depending on how they, like what they're most afraid of in that situation. Like they're in a dark room. Like if you're in a dark room, you can start imagining things. It's basically their own mind working against them hmm. because of the curse. I like that. I like that. So it's primarily revolving around the demon with the witch as the catalyst to bring yeah. the demon. Yeah. It's like the witch is the... Yeah, I'm sorry, Kyle. For Halloween and the spooky month, I don't find mummies that, t- that scary. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. No, I, I, I think I might feel differently. Uh, genuinely, I, you know, I thought when I was younger, I kind of wanted to be an archaeologist. Um, Who did? And, yeah, true. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go explore this, you know, this tomb. And then you just read stories. And I'm like, okay, yeah, but actually being in a tomb would be kind of scary. My mind would wonder. And I don't know if I'd want to do that. But. I would I, not. You, you just knock something over, and all of a sudden you're just screwed. Well, that's, that's it. Like you have 
you have bad luck for the rest of your That's life. That's a very specific die. situation in which I would be afraid of a mummy. I can be afraid of demons and witches at any point in my life. Well, I, I think <laughs> that kind of feeds in... Uh, no, not even that. I think the problem with uh, mummies for me is the fact that it's more of the fear of death and becoming like the mummy in that situation hmm. rather than it being... Like, not exactly sure what's going to happen. Like, if a witch is against you, you don't know if she's going to kill you or she doesn't know. You yeah. don't know if she's going to, like, curse you where you're screwed for a while. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, I think I think a, a, an example of a movie that I think portrays demons really well, and I know it's... The name is going to be a little bit conflicting. Uh, it's called... I think it's called Devil. Mm. Um, but it's about a group of people in an elevator... And they wait. You're right there, chief. Why? Why is that name conflicting? Just... Because the devil is a specific, technically angel mm-hmm. from okay. angel. from historical context. Angel, but also in most historical context, specifically Christianity, is what we're referring to. Yes, um, the devil is king over the demons yes i was just uh, the reason i thought it might be conflicting is because he is an angel who is king of the demons however not actually a demon himself that is the only reason that i thought it would be conflicting but also i understand your laughter at thinking that's conflicting i got you um but it's about a group of people in an elevator and there's one of them that is possessed by a demon or the devil um and it's just there. It's literally it's like eight people that is the entire cast pretty much, and they're just trying to survive without being killed off one by one. Actually, I feel like I remember seeing trailers for that, but it came out in the early two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Uh, do I have? I think it was somewhere in that area. Do yeah. I have permission to look up? I honestly, this did movie. not look that up. Uh, but. We'll worry about it later. Okay. Um, We've digressed away from the topic pretty heavily. Um, is there any final comments? Well, questions? is there everybody else? Is there just out of curiosity? Is there one movie that you would recommend that would uh, showcase your monster well? The Mummy. <laughs> All right, I agree with you. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. I <laughs> I love Brendan Fraser. So yeah, same. He's awesome. I, I'm not gonna lie; I don't watch a ton of like Halloween monster-based mm-hmm. movies, which I do want to change this year. I'm gonna change this year. Yeah, he's never but, seen um, Blair Witch. We'll Project. do that. I've watched a lot more tele like television shows based around. I'd this probably thing. say Blair Witch. So, it, can I do a television show? Go for it. I don't care. Okay, I'll just say if Why it's not? Vampire Diaries, I'm gonna slap you it's, when we're done it's recording. Not, but <laughs> it's not. It's the sequel, the originals. All right, never mind. Okay. So. <laughs> Can Honestly, just, it does a much better job of portraying witches. witches but right? I, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> all right, all right. I, 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 I do want to say real quick. Um, um, actually, if you guys want to go, start writing down your votes, and I can talk yeah. for a second. Yeah, let's do it. I yeah, would sure. definitely recommend this Halloween if you have the chance to watch Oculus. It is. Mm. It was on Netflix a while ago. I watched it a couple years, and it's. It's not like a high budget film. I'm not gonna lie. It's not gonna like the it's, acting's not gonna be great. It's just the concept. It's about a spooky mirror or something yeah. that like has some evil entity in it well, or something it, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically the whole time, well, 
It distorts reality no, or yeah, something. Yeah, no, the whole it? time you have to question reality. Like, what mm-hmm. in it is real, what's not real. I've seen synopsis videos on it, so I I know pretty much what would happen, but I would still like to actually see everything play out. Um, I don't know if it's still on Netflix. I need to check. It's yeah. been a couple of years, so yeah. it wouldn't surprise me. I'll check it not. out. We should have a movie night and watch Oculus. Ooh. I'm done. All right. Um, y'all done writing? Yep. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Well, we will see you guys on Friday where we will go ahead and reveal, uh, you know, who we voted for. Uh, real quick, though, um, I meant to do this last episode, and I didn't. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and reveal the name of the book we're doing next month, if you want to be reading along. We're doing the book Ikigai. Um, it is a book on... Uh, the Secret to a Long and Happy Life. It's a Japanese proverb. It's a very interesting book that I have a lot of mixed feelings about. So, but we will uh, we'll talk about that next month. See you Friday. Bye. Goodbye. Well, that's it for today's episode. Be sure to join us on the next episode where we will continue to debate as good friends do. Follow us on Instagram and YouTube and stay up to date on all things asshat and to participate in polls and activities throughout the week based on the themes of the upcoming episodes. We also started a Patreon for those of you who are interested in showing your support in a more direct way. On our Patreon, we have a ton of bonus content, including tier lists, loser dinners, and bonus podcast episodes. We want to continue making content that makes you think, smile, and especially laugh. And the best way that you guys can help us do that, leave a like or a comment, Download and share all these episodes with your friends and family members who you think would enjoy our tomfoolery, our shenanigans, and all those other crazy words that encapsulate our content.